This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry. And I'm Alex. And I'm Ryan. And today uh, we're talking about the end of the workday. I struggle to detach. This is something we've talked about before a lot. And I think everyone's experiencing this is that kind of the break between work life and home life is so hard when we're working from home. And Alex, you found an article that's kind of giving some some suggestions of, of how we might kind of uh, end the workday when you work from home. Yeah, it's it's a piece of primo list content from the HuffPost. And the reason why I brought it up is I do a couple of these things. I think, Harry, you do a couple of these things. I don't know about you, Ryan, but maybe. The first one at the top is this idea of making a list of any outstanding tasks, which is something I 100, I mean, I do that every day, work or not, either at the end of work or before I go to bed. Yeah, I do it sometimes, but not every day. And I probably should do it more because I think it's just a really good way of like just relieving your brain of the pressure to have to remember it for the next day just allows you to switch off doesn't it yeah it also i like it because the work that i do i'm fairly confident on how long it'll take me to do tasks it moves the day along a bit where you're like by half seven i need to have this done by eight i need to have this done blah 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 blah. and you can take the time and maybe be a bit confused about what it is you strictly need to get done tomorrow the night before yeah, and actually what you're talking about kind of plays into a bit what we talked about with Trevor Lawbear on, on an interview with him about kind of scheduling your time. And I think uh, it's worth a listen. If you're the type of person that likes to structure your day like Alex and, and kind of know how long each thing is going to take and, and how to kind of, yeah, formalize your day, I think writing a list at the end of the day and then uh, having having that structure for, for each workday is a really good thing. So yeah, Trevor Lawbear's um, chat was is worth a, worth a view on that one. Number two is put away your computer and other work stuff this is more along the lines of physically separating stuff rather than just mentally and i moved flat recently so i have my work stuff on one side of a wall and the not work stuff on the other side and i find that to be really helpful the idea of the laptop gets turned off at the end of the day and that's it I think that's brilliant. And I think if you're if you're lucky enough to have enough space in your house that your workspace can be its own designated room. I know, Ryan, you're in the process of literally building a new workspace outside in the, well, I would call it a garden shed, but that wouldn't be doing it justice, would it? It's quite the quite the project you've got going there. The annex. Mm, absolutely. So anyway, if you can, if you can kind of box your your work environment into one specific room and then close the door on it and kind of not look at it anymore, I think that's really helpful. So we were talking to Louise on a, a recent episode and she mentioned this um, the, the fact that she's actually had to recently go into the office a few times and actually really enjoyed the the idea of of kind of coming home. And when we don't have our commute anymore, you don't have that sensation of leaving home and then returning to it. And I think, yeah, so this kind of feeds into that idea, doesn't it? And that, you know, you just need to sort of lock away work-related stuff and just sort of make your environment feel like it is home again and not your workspace. Yeah, it's definitely something I struggle with because I'll finish my work and then I'll yeah log out of Slack. But then I realize that I'm actually then turning to my laptop again for my evening's entertainment and Netflix. So it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to sort of uh, separate the two headspaces. Yeah, just having two desks even. Maybe they don't need to be in, in separate rooms. And something that you mentioned there leads in to item number three on this list 
And one of the things they talk about here is taking a walk around the block. And we've mentioned this before. And I think you you definitely, you've done this in the past. I don't know if you're doing it now, but like creating that third space for yourself and almost like manufacturing a commute. Absolutely. I, I should be doing this more and I want to do it more, but I, I don't. But I think it's a, a really great way to to do that sort of, exactly what I was talking about in, in our discussion with Louise was just like, you, you get that sensation of coming home. And so if you could just walk around the block, literally a five minute walk, it doesn't have to be far, just gives your your brain that space to just kind of, yeah, separate from one mode and get into the other. But I, I can't say I'm practicing what I preach on that one just now. What about you, Ryan? Are you, you're in the countryside, aren't you? So do you have the opportunity to kind of get out and into nature, which sounds great? Yeah, well, I like, I like to go running. Um, but the problem is now that, by the time the workday's finished, it's very dark outside and I don't really have the equipment to safely run around the the sort of back roads of Norfolk without putting myself in substantial risk. So yeah, I do like <laughs> I do like to do that. I suppose the benefit of being, you know, work from home is that you can sort of spend your work morning in your exercise gear and then, you know, that sort of lunchtime do you know what I mean? So that lunchtime run can actually be quite efficient you don't have to sort of spend ages getting changed and da, 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 trying to fit it around everything well that's that's number four in the list is oh man we keep preempting everything exercise good. i know it's one step ahead i don't do this at the end of the day i do it during the day before lunch mainly because it's it's such a good like de-stressor it makes you feel way more relaxed in the afternoon and actually now that things are locked down it's easier i don't spend half an hour walking to and from the gym i just go to the other side of the flat and i can get pretty much everything done in 45 minutes so whilst it means that i'm spending less time outside which is not a good thing it makes it more easily like a part of my daily routine and it doesn't become something that ends up getting cut you know if things get too busy which is great and number five is taking the time to call or FaceTime a loved one. I like to call family members at the weekend. The last thing I want is if I'm talking to my gran, I love talking to my gran, but I don't want it to get to 45 minutes and me have to go, sorry, I have to like go off and do something else. Kind of want it to be uninterrupted. But what I do do instead is I'll play video games with my friends in the evening, especially now that everything's locked down and you can just chat, chat to them there. And that at least gets you talking to people that you don't work with, which is some variety. No, it's a great, I think it's a good virtual hangout. Tell me, have you, uh, are you excited about the new Xbox or PS5? It's a lot of chat on social media. I I, I haven't owned a console in forever, but everyone's talking about them. I wonder if uh, you guys are partaking. No, I, I made the investment for a PC, so I'm kind of roped into that now. Also, a console is just a distraction. I used to have an Xbox, but I, I sold it because I, would, I just play it all the time. <laughs> it's just no help. Yeah, I'm I'm considering it. Um, not solely for me, though. I think I'd like to try and get my dad <laughs> into some sort of console gaming to keep him occupied as he's rapidly <laughs> really? approaching retirement. Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> awesome. I love the idea. That's exactly what he would have been saying about, to say about you when you were 14, and now you're like, oh, I've got to make sure he's got something to do after school. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I like it. I think that's great. And I'd be interested to know if anyone else is doing anything else, um, particularly those of us that are working from home 
in smaller environments or shared spaces, I think that that separation of work and home life can be really tricky. So I'd love to know your experiences and what you're doing about it. Email us at wfh at lowerstreet.co. We read everyone and really kind of uh, like to hear what you are up to. If you did enjoy today's episode, please do share it with uh, someone else you think would also find it useful. Really goes a long way to helping us find more remote workers uh, looking to adapt to home working life. As ever, we'll be back every Monday, Wednesday and Friday with new episodes. Thanks very much for listening. Listening.